Hello, and thank you for, uh, for attending. Uh, today we're going to uh, uh, talk to you about the uh, VMware Center for Advanced Learning uh, Advanced Architecture course. Uh, but first, before we get into that, uh, I'll give you a little bit of background about us. Uh, my name is Damon Bear. I'm a Senior Solutions Architect for uh, Scalar Decisions. I'm uh, a V-expert for uh, four years and a, a V-expert uh, NSX for uh, 2008. Uh, I'm uh, based out of Canada and I work for a company called uh, Scalar uh, Decisions. I'm also a uh, VMUG leader for, uh, for Toronto. And uh, So I'm Jonathan Copeland. I'm also a senior solution architect. I work for Connection IT uh, and I'm based out of the San Antonio area. Um, I've been a VMware V-expert for the last seven years and a V-expert for NSX for the last three years. And so I cover a number of uh, various areas that include all about the data center. Great. So uh, the, the first thing we can talk about is the uh, um, advanced architecture course and, and what it is. Uh, it, was, it was created as an initiative by uh, VMware to create a standard process and, and methodology that can be used by both uh, uh, VMware uh, internal staff as well as uh, partners so that um, we have a, a consistent approach when, when dealing with customers that we can translate uh, business problems into actual solutions. Now, this consisted of uh, a two-week intensive course, and uh, when I say intensive, I, I mean it was really intensive. It was 12-hour uh, uh, days where we would do uh, a full day uh, in class and sessions, and then after that, we would uh, do some work in, in the evenings uh, as well over, over dinner. We did this over the course of, uh, of, of two weeks. Uh, so just, just to give you an idea of, of the, the people that went down there, uh, were uh, senior architects from uh, various uh, partners uh, around the world, as well as uh, a senior uh, architects within uh, VMware from, from all different business units. So we had people that came in from uh, uh, overseas, from uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, from uh, um, Everywhere but Asia. APJ. Yeah, yeah, uh, all over the place. Uh, so some of the things that, that we did over there is uh, we, we did a deep dive into the, the entire portfolio of uh, SDDC, EUC, PKS, uh, everything you can imagine, everything that VMware does, we, we uh, dove into it. And we had um, the, the product owners and the lead engineers from each one of these uh, different business units that came and actually uh, talked about it. And they, they talked about things that you don't normally see in, in marketing or re regular uh, education classes. So it was really great to get access to, uh, to this uh, top level uh, uh, tier of uh, uh, people. Uh, we also did some uh, live fire training and uh, we, uh, uh, one thing that we did which was really good is uh, uh, we went through a process of uh, mapping out uh, business problems over to uh, actual uh, solutions that, that we can employ. And the, the method that, um, uh, this is the method that, that, uh, that we use. Uh, first, defining the business problem, determining what that business problem is in terms of, of an IT problem, then figuring out the, what IT capability is needed to, to overcome these issues, then come with a business outcome. The, 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 the key thing about this is that product was not the, the main thing. So it's not like we had a solution and we were trying to find a problem. It was understanding the overall uh, business problem and then turning that into a solution. Then uh, you know, whatever came out in the end is what was the, the best fit for, uh, for the customer. So there, there was uh, three uh, pillars of business relationship um, from IT uh, to business. First, there's the infrastructure provider where you uh, drive efficiencies, reduce capex, 
and then there's a business partner where you uh, accelerate growth and, and start working a lot closer with, with the business. And then once you reach a, a, a certain level, then uh, you can uh, support a digital enterprise where you can create um, new business models and really do things that, that are groundbreaking. Now, some important things uh, about this is that in order to reach the next level of business partnership, you need to ensure that certain uh, dependencies are, are met. And I'll, I'll talk about these uh, over here before I go to that. So, as you increase the, uh, the, the capabilities of each one of these um, uh, pillars, whether there's an infrastructure provider, a business partner, digital enterprise, you need to meet a certain amount of uh, prerequisites. So for instance, um, with the uh, infrastructure provider, um, first you need to ensure that, that you have uh, virtualized everything, then you've created um, a, a private cloud environment. Once you hit that level, then you can provide infrastructure as, as a service. But if you haven't reached a certain level of maturity, as an infrastructure provider, you cannot advance to that next level of uh, business partner or to support digital enterprise. One of the big issues that the companies have is they have a great vision of what they want to do with their business, but they haven't gone through this uh, dependency mapping process, so there's no way that they'd be able to achieve their vision. So through the advanced architecture course, uh, it really helped us map out how to get from the, the business problem, mapping out the, the dependencies over to the actual uh, business solution. And one of the interesting things when you're talking about this, because we weren't talking about product within this, it allowed us to really talk about those capabilities and maturity within each of those pieces of the, the business and not focus upon how does this product deliver it, which allowed us to po focus on what is the best of breed within each one of those and bring that in. So if you were missing a s specific area, you could go deeper into that and mature that and then move on because each of our businesses need to move to a certain digital economy. Uh, we know that no matter if we're a manufacturing business or anything, but we had to get to a certain level to be able to deliver that. And so this helps us map that out. And one of the great things about mapping this out when you're working with, with clients is that it allows you to build a, a long-term roadmap so that you can say that in order to uh, achieve these capabilities, these are the things that you need to do within your organization. These are the technologies that you need to be uh, comfortable with and uh, have the, uh, the support infrastructure for that. And on the bottom there, you notice that it's actually got several things that are underpinnings. So there's some foundational levels that go all the way across that you must have. So you must be able to support your end users with the consumer side of things, uh, whether they're internal users or external users, but you also have to make sure that all of that has security baked in. And so we've seen that within the VMworld conference this week, how they're saying security is intrinsic. This was actually well before that. We've been talking about that even without a solution or without a product there, this is focused on security at the base. So uh, taking this back over to uh, our in internal companies and working with, with customers, you know, some of the things that the customers are saying once we take this approach are that you know, they've never looked at, at, at IT this way before, or you know, they can't believe that we've actually come up with a strategy and solution without uh, leading first with, with a product. So it's really changed the way that we've uh, approached our, uh, our, our um, dealings with customers and the way that customers are able to achieve their, their solution goals. So, uh, Jonathan, maybe you can talk about... Yeah, so um, recently, just a, uh, less than a month ago, I actually went to a customer, we've delivered this a couple of times now, who sat with a customer for about four hours, no charge for the customer, because it's a VMware program that we're doing, 
we go in, we, we ask for two things. We ask for two groups. Um, the IT group, some IT managers, with some of their teams. We develop a list of what their IT problems are and a list about their IT outcomes or projects that they want to do. We then rank those. It's very interesting. You think about, well, we've already got a ranking. But maybe there's not really a true consensus within your team. So we do a blind voting method within our organization to do this, allowing each team member to vote without their influence of others and without influence of their manager, which is very important because sometimes we form opinions based upon what others do too. And so by doing this, we actually re-rank that and show what the top of mind thought is. After that, we've uh, had this situation where we go in and we bring the C-level executives in and they list us and give us a list of their business outcomes and business objectives for the organization as a whole. We rank those and break those down into two things. Is this project or outcome a, a revenue generating a, a project or is it a cost avoidance project? Those are the two R's that you want to focus on because almost everything can be broken down to one of those two. After that, we can map those back to the various IT projects. By doing so, we allow the IT organization to see what is this project and why is it such a focus by the organization? Why am I getting pressure to do this? It may seem logical to many of us, but many in the IT don't understand how that maps up to the business. And then when we do that, we show them that this project is generating revenue. This one may be doing cost avoidance. And then we do another vote round. What are the most important based upon cost avoidance or revenue generation? And if we think cost avoidance might be the most important, realistically, it's not. If you talk to a business individual, Revenue generation is the key to survival in any business. And so we focus and help re-rank those IT projects that we did at the very beginning back to which ones primarily support revenue generation. And then later down in the line, we put down the cost avoidance ones. After that, we follow up with a follow-up round and re-rank them based upon what might have to come first because we know there are certain things that have to be done in order to do follow-on projects. So we might change the order slightly based upon those foundational or prerequisite projects. What this does is it provides a roadmap to your internal IT organization and to your business organization saying, these are the things we're gonna do, a timeline we're gonna do them in, and, and how they're gonna support the organization. And it fosters communication between both sides because sometimes, realistically, neither one communicates their goals very well. Yeah, the, one of the main reasons why uh, projects or initiatives fail is because you don't have alignment between uh, IT and the various business uh, units as well as um, overall management. If you have alignment between them, then there's a good chance that you're going to have the, uh, the funding, the buy-in, and the success of the project. However, if you have um, one area that's, that, that wants to do revenue generation, the other one that does wants to do cost avoidance, then you're going to have a battle and you're going to have a failed initiative. Yeah, and one of the things that really came out of the, the Cal AAC course was involved with this, was refocusing on when we deliver projects and project presentations as IT and as architects, not to focus so much on the features or the items that we're doing, but to really focus upon how the business value is being delivered within that. It's a change of mindset for all of us as IT folks. We have to think business first, 
IT second because feeds, speeds, features, widgets are cool, but really we're getting paid because of the other. Yeah, now um, this is just a brief intro to the uh, uh, to the, the AAC, but if you want to uh, follow up a little bit more uh, in depth, uh, there's actually another session that's going to be uh, happening uh, uh, tomorrow with uh, uh, TJ Batsa at um, uh, 10.45 a.m. So I, I strongly encourage you to go over there. Um, the, uh, he was one, one of the uh, um, uh, main... Um, principal, so he's a principal consulting architect for VMware. So he, TJ and Mitesh, uh, Panicholi are, are two of the two that led the discussion within this. And this is really how VMware is doing this uh, themselves within their own organization. Yeah. So, so uh, questions, comments, thoughts? Is this something new to everybody? Should it be something we are all involved in? You have to have a certain depth of knowledge. So they were inviting folks who have a certain um, level of depth. You may have to have VCP or better in some of these, not all. Um, for instance, in my team, uh, we had some that were end user compute specialists and some that were NSX. Um, other teams were um, cloud heavy. Yeah. Um, so the, it does not that you have to have a specific, and the nice thing is when we're doing this, we do actually delivered a presentation as a project together as a team. And so you see how team dynamics work on that too. So um, that really helps you see when you come in as a consultant or you're coming in and bringing in other pieces of your own organization as a team to do, be able to develop that teamwork very quickly. Yeah, and another thing about the uh, the presentation that 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 we did for the the, uh, the executives down there, because we had a number of of, uh, of VMware execs that actually came in to, to watch our presentations, which uh, you know was a little bit nerve wracking, but it was also exciting as well, is that um, uh, the we had a certain area of focus that that we did based on on the skill sets of of our team. However, we had to map out uh, work streams and phases for all the different parts of uh, a large-scale comprehensive solution so that, that we could associate uh, estimated uh, uh, timelines and uh, a level of, of effort and work with those, but we would drill into a specific area and then really map out the, uh, the detailed design solution for that. Yeah, and it, it was interesting talking with the teams after. Um, some really focused on how to do architecture as architecture, and so we may get into this uh, discussion. Are you trying to do this VCDX style architecture or are you trying to do a business architecture? And sometimes we're really needing to put on a more of a business hat. That's really what this course is uh, helping us focus on. And what this uh, other thing that they, VMware actually said is that it's interesting that they found that customers have bought product and have never delivered product that they bought into their own organizations because they they did not have a true solution for it. This is what this is really to help us do. And finally, and finish up and do that, get those things implemented to support the business. Yeah. Anything else? Any other questions? I think it happens every quarter. Well, I have an update. Oh, do you? Okay. I great. have an update. Yesterday in one of the courses that TJ was actually talking about, and um, this is going all the way up to Pat Gelsinger. So they have refunded this with additional dollars for partners to be able to be in this. I think they said they have an additional million dollars and they're going to start delivering this every month to partners 
and others. It has been every quarter, but they're gonna be pushing this out even for, further, including shadowing for those people who actually go through the course. Um, we've actually been involved in, um, in, it, in continuing to have communication through um, the Microsoft Teams uh, workspace with the, the VMware teams that we were working with. So that's very nice. Yeah. It's bit, felt like we were actually somewhat um, connected at the hip with yeah. VMware. How many people do you think we, we, we had over there? It was like 40 or so? Um, I think the count in our class was 26. It was, it was 15, yeah. 15, 15 PSO and 11 okay. partners. Thank y'all, we appreciate it. Yeah, if you want to uh, follow up with us, 